dog, you look malnourished. Oh, welcome back to Small State of Big Takes. This is episode... It's been so long since we recorded a podcast. I can't remember. I think it's 205. Steve, Scott, opening take. What do you got? Yo, yo, yo. What's good? Glad to be back. You're correct. It is episode 205. And it has been so long. And you know what? Today, I did something that I haven't done in so long that... uh I want to know what you got, how long it's been for you guys since you've done this. But I, my cousin and I, Pete Skeet, beat Outlast the game in one day. It's the first time I've done that in <laughs> mm, since Halo came out with Gilly. I played with Gilly all day and Tower North. It's the last time I did it. Halo 4, right? Or Halo 5. Oh. I yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. So what's the question? The last time we did what? Beat a beat a game in one day. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Mine was Mass Effect Three. Okay. I don't know when that came out. You beat that in one day? Yeah. What? That's then, crazy. Yeah, it Isn't was like fucking... eleven hours. Oh my god. Did you like uh, start it at midnight? Deal. Yeah, yeah, I got it when it came out, March sixth, twenty twelve. Legendary. I think mine's got to be Halo. I can't think of anything. Even before that, it's few and far between. I think Call of Duty World at War. That was an all-nighter. We didn't sleep for days. Came out before Veterans Day, too, so we had the day off from school. That was wild. Midnight release at GameStop, quote-unquote, at 9 or 8 p.m. where you get the game. Yeah. Those were the days. Come home at 10 o'clock, and you're like, okay. It's on. Yeah. Our children will never know that feeling. They really because, will. Because of streaming that. and online buying and stuff. Even Crazy. books, dude. Like the Harry Potter midnight releases, those were like electric. Yeah. I used to love that For shit. sure. Oliver, you ever beaten a game in one day ever? Yeah, it's a good question. I'm not so sure that I have. I've run through like backyard football seasons in a day. Does that count? Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that'll work. See how many yards I can get with Pablo Sanchez. What's the farthest you've gone in like a Pokemon game in like one day? Like you ever like put a marathon in? Yeah, dude, I've sat down and played for all day before, but I don't know. Because usually when I go through those, it's being very meticulous about it. So it's not like I get that far. I just play for a long time. Right. Well. One go. time uh, I was at my cousin's house and I watched him beat Star Fox 64 in 40 minutes. How's that possible? He just knew it. <laughs> he had be glitching. No, he just knew everything. Boom, 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 boom. It's not a long game to begin with, but it was still cool to see at the time. That is cool. Well, Pisky knew Outlast, but he—he the fucking kid was banging through it so fast, man. I couldn't even catch up. Done. It was on my account also, so I got 300, 300 gamer score today. So, your boy's very happy. <laughs> remember when gamer score was like really, really cool, dude? I still remember because I'm still fucking feeling that way. <laughs> when I switched over accounts, I lost so much gamer score. I was so sad about it for a minute, but now I don't really. I wonder what my gamer score is right now. I'm on right now. Oh my god! Yeah, Thirteen thousand. Attention just, to my gamer score in a long time. Yeah, you recovered under fourteen k. Yeah, I I had like forty something though, back in the day. I could have 
look like a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you have a very uh, okay gamer score now. Yeah, it would have been a red flag before. Now it's respectable. Dude, Smitty's got like 80K, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, Smitty's... I wonder how much I have. Smitty's... Did you guys know that Trey Sermon's on the Eagles now? What? What? Yeah. Wait, no. As of true. when? As of Thursday. He got claimed off waivers. I didn't even know that the 49ers dropped him. Remember when he was supposed to be the guy last year? Yeah, I still kind of believed. He's 23 years old. They fucking cut him? Yeah. Sorry That's to change subjects so quick. I'm looking at uh, the waiver wire right now. Wow, see legend. It's for real. Marlon Mack is now a free agent. What could have been for Marlon Mack? Atlanta should pick him up. Do bring back Marlon Mack right now. This is this- our last episode before the NFL season starts. So what's the vibe, Holly? What do you mean, what's the vibe? What's elaborate? What are your last thoughts of being a free man before every Sunday until fucking Christmas is taken? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, vibes are high. We're feeling good. Um, I don't know if I'm feeling good about the Patriots season in general, but excited to have football back. Excited for October baseball. Um, yeah, it's a good time of the year for a sports fan coming up here, so. Looking forward to it. I don't know where you guys stand, but uh, I have my last fantasy draft tomorrow night. Four down, one to go. Feeling good about three of the four teams I have. One team I hate. I'm sure we all have like one or two teams where you have post-draft. Just like, oh, this team is awful and I hate it. Did that ever happen to you guys? All the time. I last couple football drafts for me. I drafted Pat Mahomes early in one draft. It's kind of a panic pick like the fifth round and uh, I was regretting it the entire draft because I wanted to really just wait on quarterbacks this year. And I took them early panic pick and I was regretting it the whole draft. And I, I was just a mess from then on. And that's the team I hate. What's the rest of the team looking like? Let's see. Um, I had second pick. So I ended up getting McCaffrey, which is obviously good. In my opinion, uh, Mahomes, McCaffrey, David Montgomery, DK Metcalf, Christian Kirk, Kyle Pitts, Ramondre Stevenson are the starters. And then on the bench, Garrett Wilson, Kyler Murray. So I even double dipped in starting quarterbacks, which is just nasty. Traylon Burks, Devontae Parker, and then my backup running back, my handcuffed running backs as, as well. Wait, you got Pat Mahomes and Kyler Murray. Yeah, just awful draft. It's And it's a one quarterback league. Yep, terrible draft. Okay. I see. I wanted to double check yep. and confirm it's that. It's awful, awful, awful. Not happy about it. You know, the funny part is, I, I did that one. I did that in one of my drafts. I I took uh, Josh Allen and Kyler just to be a fucking troll. <laughs> I did Kyler and Trey Lance in a league, and I felt like that was bold because I there are two teams that didn't have quarterbacks yet too. Still, and I was like, you know what? Screw you guys. <laughs> Actually, it might have been Lamar Jackson and him. I kind of forget. That's my word. That happened, that happened to me in your draft last night, Steve. I kept waiting for quarterbacks, and it got to a point where nobody needed a starter, and most people had backups already. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take Matt Stafford here, mad late. There you and go. he went, and then Kirk Cousins went, and then Derek Carr went, and then I was like, well, fuck me. I guess I waited too long. 
The Derek Carr uh, you, trade. You had the shocking pick of the draft, Ollie. I will say that. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you of all people. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I thought you think you know a guy. Uh, it's yeah, very morals, true. I know. I know. I want to win. I want to win. Dude, and, at the price of what? Your soul? And, <laughs> I mean, Joe Mixon went like 12th overall. What are we doing? What do you mean? I mean, the Joe Mixon thing. Come on. That's that's a little apples to oranges there. Oh, uh, yeah. Was, it's not as bad, but it's still he bad. Was like, he was like 18, and it's like he, I don't know. It's, that, still, that's like inexcus- years now. it's still an inexcusable offense in my eyes. I know, but he's kind of had time to uh, recuperate from it in terms of like make good on it. I don't know. I I think. Eh, that's just tough. That's tough. I don't. The Joe Mixon thing's complicated, at least. Sosa and I have gotten into it before about that because Sosa had some Oklahoma knowledge because he was at Oklahoma State when that happened. But, um, but yeah. Well, I don't I give know. a rat's ass about that. It's just that about Joe Mixon, I'm thinking about fucking Deshaun <laughs> not playing for 12 weeks. He's on no one's radar. No one cares until at least week six when there's like two QBs that are hurt that are stars. No one gives a rat's ass cheek about fucking Deshaun at all. And Ollie's <laughs> over here like, hmm, seventh rounder? Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Seventh rounder? I took him in the last round. Second to last round. Baloney. What are you talking about? Deshaun Watson? I took him in one of the last rounds of the draft. Yeah, that was going to be my garbage pick too, but you picked, I think it was like the 11th round, something like that. I got to see this recap right now. 160th overall, 14th round, the last pick before I took my kicker in defense. So, I was going to pick him too, right around there. Hold on. Which round? Because it matched up with bye weeks and shit. 14th round. (laughs) 14th. 14 out of 16 rounds, you took him. He was my last position player. You took him before Justin Fields, Carson Wentz, Tua. Uh, who else we got? Those are just quarterbacks. Let's see. Who else? I about? mean, the worst pick is picking Mac Jones the round before that, but nobody's talking about how bad of a pick that was. Did you intend that. to do that? Or was that a panic no. move? No. Okay. Not at all. Um, I mean, I have Justin Fields shares in other leagues that he would have been my guy, but I kind of want a little Mac share. Um. However, post-draft trade between Gilly and I, he wanted his Dalvin Cook handcuff. I wanted a quarterback. So Madison for Derek Carr, very fair trade. I needed a quarterback. And now I can drop Mac Jones and have Derek Carr. You know, I'm not going to hate on your fucking um, Mac Jones pick because I I think he's good. I just don't see him as a starter. But you made that, you you know, you made your – you made your your bet there and got uh, Derek Carr. That was a good pick or a good trade. but. You're still rostering Deshaun. You going for the triple QB? Fucking no! I'll drop. I'll drop Mac Jones. Mac Jones is the casualty. Yeah. What are you? Expe- mean- <laughs> what are you expecting out of Deshaun this year, Oliver? That's what I want to know. He's a fucking top five quarterback, borderline when he's when he's playing. That's what I mean, I'm. Dude might you- be a keeper next year. What? You never know. You He's a scumbag. So He's if I put my scumbag. That's so why it's like Oliver being anti-Rolis yeah, Chapman. It's just like, no, I know. I'm there. I'm there. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you, but. I know. Quite the pivot. Yeah. Well, I want to win this year. I just don't know. Dude, morality aside, too, I don't even know if I believe in Deshaun coming back. Like, I just. Week 12 it's coming be weird. in. Well, I yeah, just ended dude. up with Amari Cooper, so that's a that's a pretty good stack uh, right. in, come playoff and push. Nick Chubb. 
You have Chubb? Just the offense in general. No, just the offense in general. Yeah, like Josh saying, the offense in general will be pretty good when Sean Watson comes back. You, you know what? Here's how I take it with a grain of salt. You know he's not getting any more massages for a while. <laughs> so he's not going to be loose. Like That's my- what I'm saying. Uh, Steve's got a point here. <laughs> he's going to be tight. He's going to be... You know, he's going to be hated. Karma's terrible. Going to come in. He's not played in two years. He's going to be rusty. He's, I don't know. I just don't, I, I really, it's going to be easy to root against him. That's all. Kind of glad I didn't take him now. But I did take Evan McPherson with a 75th pick. So. Yeah, that was bold. That one, that was the Josh hey, pick it's of sure the draft. points. Sure points. Got to get it. I want to see Josh other picks because we had some good ones last night. We had, we had a couple of good laughs. And they were they were good. Like it was just Josh esque, you know. Well, we were surprised. I I was surprised Saquon went that early. I didn't think it was necessarily a bad pick. I was just surprised he went that early. And then I uh, think that's yeah. what he deserves, to be honest. So I, I, I think don't. The rankings are like so fucked up. I'll be honest I, with you. I don't necessarily disagree with you at all. I think it was a good pick. It was an early, early, just earlier than I expected. Here's the um, deal. Like the way I looked at it was, I never had to reach for a quarterback because I already kept my quarterback. It was the second, you know, I kept Tom Brady. The second round, I wanted Saquon, and I knew I could get another running back. So I felt like if I could get two running backs at some quality, you know, like my my team would be okay. Because there's, a, I believe in a ton of wide receivers. That's what I've, like, noticed the last two drafts I've done. I don't care how deep I reach for, uh, you know, a rookie wide out or whatever. I actually believe in a lot of different guys this year. So I, I just got everything I needed right away. And even Etienne, like, I think Etienne was my third pick after my keeper. And then I had, so I had Barkley, Chubb, and Etienne is my flex already. Done. I don't have to worry about any of that. You know, now I can rotate wide outs into the flex. Or if one, let's say Barkley goes down or Chubb goes down, I have Etienne. You know, I think it's the like, most shocking know. pick was the fact you took Julio Jones after absolutely shitting all over him two weeks ago in our most recent podcast. Uh, again, sorry, I got I got a text <laughs> I said my mo- your most surprising pick to me was when you took Julio Jones after just oh. shitting all over his grave the other I, day. But again, Julio Jones, like, it was just a weird spot for me in the draft at that point. Let's see, what, what pick was that? I know there were a lot you, of tough stretches. You, I agree. Where it was kind of like, yeah, one eighteen. You announced your your hatred for him on this on these airways. I did. I don't know, like, but I had just picked uh, Brandon Ayuk. Like that was my third receiver. I don't know, man. Like at that point, yeah, I shit all over him. I don't really believe in him anyway. But it's like if he does go off, he's at least in the back pocket at that point. That's kind of how I look at it. Okay. Well, plus you have Brady too. Yeah. 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 Right. Going for the so, stack. I, I mean, just kind of forgot who he was a fucking buccaneer randomly. So <laughs> gross. Such bullshit. That's that's the wackest thing I've seen since Trey Sermon being an eagle. I, I did one hundred percent pick Olave when I did just to to have that bait for Steve. I'm just saying. yeah, yeah pretty, no, he's okay. gonna go off. I, I feel I almost feel it, man. I don't think uh Thomas is gonna be like ready. It, it sounds like he's might get pushed off one more time. Dude. All I have to say is, first of all, that was a good pick. I th- I wanted Olave, but I was hoping I could get him the next round. Which was, yeah, yeah, well, no, I was, I was going for the next round. When you got him, I was like, oh, fuck. That happened with Garrett Wilson, too. Going for the Buckeye, of course. But So I got Chris Godwin, the pick before you got Olave. 
So I was thinking like, oh yeah, Godwin, and then next time around, Olave. Ended up with Rashad Bateman, which I was happy with. But uh, dude, then after Bateman was taken, the next pick was James Rooney, Michael Thomas. I have this is like cleansing for me. Like I feel like I've burned some sage. I'm all set with Michael Thomas for the first time ever. And I'm saying this now, and probably within the next three or four days, I'll have him on my team. But at least I didn't draft him. That's all I'll have to say. No Michael Thomas, no Zeke. I can finally breathe easy. And I have Josh Allen. I'm feeling fucking happy as a clam. That's <laughs> my fucking, that's my fucking, well, you know what? And also, I just want to say about myself, Josh Allen, third round pick, fully okay with it. Didn't keep a QB, but I got him for my first pick of the draft. Cool with me, homie. At least I, got I mean, him. I think he's the MVP. He's going to be make a push for MVP. So, I mean, why not? Like, I feel like any, even if it is a quarterback, anybody who's in an MVP caliber, you know, one yeah, round right. one through three, no matter what position you are, fine. You know? Sosa took Michael Pittman Jr. in the third round? Did he really? Oh, Mike. I'm looking at the third round. Third round's loaded. That's wild. I don't Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill. Surprised Oliver didn't pick Tyreek Hill, too, at this point. My God. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Josh Green Allen, Hunt. Cam Akers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just wants to win, baby. Uh, Keenan <laughs> Allen and Kyle. I, that's just Michael Pittman Jr. Damn. I know second to last pick of the third, but I did not expect that. Before A.J. Brown. I guess he also picked A.J. Brown, so it's a little different, but. Shit. Michael and Pittman, I, is he that is that good? I liked him last year just as like I, he was a rookie last year, or was it two years ago? I think he was a remember. second year last year. I mean, he's I, worth I, hype. Don't get me wrong. I just yeah. think he's in that four to six round range. Uh, and again, it's it's tough if you really want a guy go out and get him. I guess, but man, nah, and, I, he's just not that good though. Like, yeah, it's like a little early. He might be with Matt Ryan. You never know. I hope not. But I might take Mike Williams over him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All day. You know, Mike Williams is stud, man. Where did where did uh fucking Oliver's buddy go? Uh, what's his name on the fucking Chargers? The other guy, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um. Right in the mid third, uh, sixth pick of the third. Right after you okay. went Josh Allen, then Cam Akers, then Keenan Allen, then okay. Kyle Pitts was taken. <laughs> That Kyle hurt Pitts. me. I wanted Kyle Pitts really bad. I wanted Kyle Pitts bad too, and I didn't. I auto drafted Kelsey, but I was like, screw it. <laughs> yeah, I wanted Pitts in every league this year, but I just. I, I thought Pitts to you, Josh, in that third round was a lock. Me too. That's I, why when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, I, this is now I need to do it, or I, else I'm never going to get him. No, yeah, you wouldn't have gotten him on the way back. Like, I just, I had this like back thought of Dawson Knox being awesome this year. And I just was like, I just want to sure up everything else. And I wanted a little difference in my team to share. Like, I, I, you know, I have the two leagues. I wanted something different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You had a feeling in the pits of your stomach? Yes, hey. I sure did. Dude, I, I, I love the Gilly double tight end. The <laughs> two elite tight ends in <laughs> one squad. I do wonder what's it going to take for Kyle Pitts to get like a different position eligibility. I feel like he just, he practically is a wide receiver. Like how, how crazy is that to suggest that he might, I don't know. I don't know how that works for fantasy football eligibility, right? Of Like how much you need to line outside for that to be considered a dual position guy. I don't know. Like Cordero Patterson last year, right? 
Right. I think that brings up more of a conversation of his salary because we're running into like Jimmy Graham territory again. You remember that? True. Like, I I think it's a lot. It is interesting for fantasy football, but just for a normal football thought, like, is Kyle Pitts going to get wide receiver money when his contract comes, you know, comes up? Like, that that is a good question. I don't know. So far, too, this is Pitt's second season, right? Yeah. He's got to pop off this year. He's got to pop off soon, you know? And he's he's the biggest target out there, like mm-hmm. by far. Like they have a lot of small, speedy guys uh, right now, um, like Omalad Zacchaeus, Omalade Zacchaeus, dude. He is so fucking fast. Which that guy might actually be a fancy pickup. I might I might say that sooner or later. I I got so in on Kyle Pitts when I saw. I'm sure you guys saw like the the video clips of him just burning corners, and it's like, all yeah. right, this is just like if he's just he's destroying cornerbacks that should have like the speed to keep up with him, and he just blows them by and makes them look silly. It's like, oh my gosh, this guy! I want to keep him forever. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's the perfect passing of the torch with Kelsey too. But Kelsey for ages, he's got. Actually, that is crazy. I think I heard a stat where it's like six of the last seven years, there are three guys that have had a thousand yards um, receiving every year. There might be a reception total in there too. What what guys would you say those are? Six of seven years. I just obviously probably gave one away in Travis Kelsey, but two others. Mike six Evans. Seven have yep, what? Mike Evans is the other one. There's a third. A hundred receptions. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. A thousand yards receiving each year. Six oh, of the last yards. seven seasons. Third one's a little bit of wild card. You might not, you might not expect it, but he's been consistent. Is it Tyreek Hill? No. Former Patriot. It bounced around a little bit. He's a Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, isn't that wild? What? Yep. Crazy. Yeah, and it's one year crazy. not doing it. it. Was with the Patriots too, wasn't it? I think was, so. he <laughs> was he good at the Patriots or not? I, 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 I think. Like, I remember Brandon good. Cooks being like really solid. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was good. Yeah, he he just gets passed around. But like you said, no matter where he goes, he produces. He's still only he's 29 this year, but he came into the league young. Yeah, he uh, actually had a thousand yards with the Patriots. It was uh, uh, with, the Rams, with the Rams 2019. Yeah, I think he was hurt that year, too. Yeah, I mean, he's hurt every he did play 14 games with them, but he only had I remember like targets. I don't know. It was a while ago. Whenever. Oh, whenever the last time I was in Pags's league. <laughs> to shout out um, <laughs> yeah rip dude rip uh my I mean, dad was huge he was like we are picking brandon cooks no matter what i was like okay all right cool <laughs> like you know more than me man so he gets the stamp of approval from papa rick dude speaking fifth of fifth round pick last night wow <laughs> he's a good he's that... a, i think he's gonna be a good fantasy player this year what, for houston come on how much you really trust that offense, though? And again, I mean, Brandon Cooks has been rude. Look at the position they're going to be in, though. Gar- I'm, I'm similar to last year. He's going to get a lot of garbage time sets. Yeah. True. Same with, like, he, Christian You Kirk. like Davis Mills, though, don't you? I mean, not really, but he's, oh. he's fun. Dude, there's, like, a fucking, like, cult of people that are obsessed with Davis Mills have come to find out. And I, yeah. I can't tell if they're being serious or not, too. I'll go around and people are like, dude, yeah, man, Davis Mills. Like, he's the guy that no one's talking about. It's like, dude, yeah, everyone's <laughs> talking about him now, you weird, strange freaks. Like, dude, <laughs> he's like the number 33 of the 32 quarterbacks. Like, I'm all set. How does uh, 
how does Papa Rick feel about his Chargers this year? Because they are they're probably one of the more fun teams around the league, like as far as like Super Bowl sleepers, I guess. Since the exit of Rivers, which he was pumped for, pumped. Um, I think he's just kind of here for the I'll believe it when I see it type deal because they are so close to winning all these ball games and he's just like it's the same shit with a different quarterback you know like there's no other way to put it they they lose games that they should win and it just didn't fix anything so I don't know he's kind of just waiting for it to happen waiting for it to all click yeah very understandable perfect timing and honestly in terms of how that worked out for them though to get Get, I shouldn't say get lucky with Herbert, but like, I mean, it's not like he was like the bona fide number one pick option to take over the reins for. A, and again, I know Philip Rivers isn't perfect, but he had a good good run at least, right? I think most teams would be at least satisfied for a few years. Obviously, he couldn't get over the hump, but for Herbert to just come in, what was he the twelfth pick? Yeah, he went after uh, Tua. I forget who else was taken before him, like Joe Burrow, right? Oh, pick six. I'm sorry. Uh, Herbert was? Still. No way. Herbert was picked after Tua, right? Yeah. Yep. Joe Burrow. Yep. Tua was five. Herbert was six. I thought, I thought Herbert was lower than that. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So what is um, – do you have any, like, unpopular or, you know, small state big takes, any big takes here? Or the NFL season, just in general, not not necessarily Patriots or Falcons related, but just in general. It's a very big question here. I know we went over uh, like award predictions and division stuff and all that shit um, a couple weeks ago. So some of it's tied in there, but I got one for you. Okay, this year we're gonna have news that. Uh, viewership of the NFL is going to fucking drop. And I say this because they're making things harder to watch. Amazon Prime has some games. Uh, Red Zone is now only through NFL app or something like that. I don't know. It's going to be harder to watch. It's going to be harder for me to watch, and therefore I don't care as much. So I'm not going to watch as, nearly as much, I'm assuming. So I think they're going to be like, oh, what's going on with the the uh, the viewership? Watch it happen. Hmm. That's my big take. Interesting. Also, Mac Jones, four touchdowns next week. Yeah. Do you uh, feel confident about, about the Patriots this uh, week one? Because I'm not going to lie. I, I really have no clue what to expect. Dude, hell yeah. Why not? Who are they playing? Dolphins. Oh, they're winning shit. Come on. I think so, too. I think I, – I, I don't know. I'm not that afraid of the Dolphins, to be honest with you. I think they'll kind of grow over the year and maybe be interesting, but – Week one, I don't know. I don't think two is ready quite yet. I think people just shit on two a little too much. Ah, Seems like they can never win. It's usually the late season games in Miami, which really fuck them over. But you're right. I mean, they never play that well there. They should have won last year. But remember what's name fumbled at the end of the game. Who? Cam? No, I think it was Damian Harris fumbled. It was, was it the year before that Cam? Was that week one as well where Cam? Yeah. Okay, that's why it was another yeah. big fumble at the late in the game where he driving down the field to like to to take the lead and 
fumble. Wait, is, was Cam last year? No. Okay. Two years ago. That feels like last year, though. Last year was a blur for football for me. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't even understand anything anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anymore. Is Cam retired? No. I don't know. I, I thought he was lying. If he's still he's not on trying. the Panthers, they cut him. Yeah, he's long gone from the Panthers. He's a free agent right now. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to be dog shit this year. That's a good one. I, I don't believe in that's... Jason Peters. <laughs> At least they signed him. Like, that was the one thing. Because that offensive yeah. line looked terrible. Where it's like, uh-oh. They went from being, like, the nastiest offensive line year to year to being, like, absolutely terrible with Smith going down. I think it's more so I don't believe in Mike McCarthy. And I think that the step-ups they got on defense last year, you'll see some regression, like, with Diggs. Um, I know he had some flashy interceptions, but his uh, other cornerback metrics are concerning. Micah Parsons was a beast. Uh, I don't necessarily expect regression from him, but you lose Amari Cooper. You need Michael Gallup to step up. He's already hurt. You need CeeDee Lamb to be wide receiver one. How's that going to be? You need Dalton Schultz. You literally need everybody to be way better than they were last year. And I just don't believe in them. I think they're going to be bad. That's fair. I, I will say now it's like now all the hype is shifting to the Eagles and the NFC East, which is kind of I, I missed the window to get real good value on them to win the NFC East. I think now it's like plus 150, which isn't great. I think they're even with the Cowboys at this point. Um, but it is funny because now I think Eagles fans are like, shut up. Don't talk about it. Like, we don't want to, we don't want yeah. the hype. We yeah. just want to quietly be the, at the top of the dumpster fire. That is the NFC East. They want to yeah. be like where the commanders are right now. And the giants just looming in the background, no yeah. expectations for exactly. either of those two teams. And honestly, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you know, I think the commanders are going to make a little noise. I think they got better. And Said it. I mean, I talked about it last time. I think that they're going to be solid, and I don't think the Giants are going to do anything this year. But I do think Dable will be much better than what they've had. I just, I just want to wait and see. I don't want to buy into the Giants until Dable gets the quarterback that he wants, because I highly doubt that he wants anything to do with uh, what's his name over there, Danny Dimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is true. I think. uh, it's going to be interesting, though, because it's like they've got some interesting weapons, though, the Giants. So it's like if he can't – and again, nothing, no studs, right? And I know Kenny Galladay is a wacko. seems like he wants out of there. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I like Kadarius Tony, uh, Tony a bit. And uh, even the – was it Wendell Robinson? He should be interesting. I don't know if he if he'll get touches, but it seems like their entire, like, receiving core is just, like, banged up. So they could be kind of fun if they're down and just, like – trying to chuck it a little bit, hit up Saquon for, for a bit too. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it, but yeah. Hell How yeah. do you guys think about doing a small state, big takes eliminator challenge? How's it work? You Is that the one, pick them? You pick one team to win every week, but you can't reuse the same team. Oof. Okay. Hell yeah. That sounds cool. All right. I'm going to create that group now and we'll tweet it out and get as many people to join as we can. And, Think of some type of giveaway. Cool. Giveaway G Baby shirt. <laughs> he got his shirt. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> we got him his shirt. That's right. I think I might relapse on Madden, by the way. 
I had a real itch today. Oh, Dude, you no. fucking Josh, it. I just won the Super Bowl with the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tweet out a picture of Mac today, Jones open the Super Bowl trophy. It looked pretty cool. Today was the day I saw it in the store and I was like, God damn. I I because I didn't buy it last year. I, I already had my year off from Madden and I just uh, had this itch to play it, man. Oh, it was bad. Well, uh, you could try the trial before you buy it. True. This is true. I, just, I should do that. The roster building is so fun, though. That's part of it, too, right? Of, like, doing <laughs> franchise mode and just going crazy. I traded for DeAndre Smith right or uh, DeAndre Swift right away on the Patriots. Got James White out of there. He was no longer on the team in real life, so I said, fuck it. That's <laughs> 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 what it's all about, you know? Brian Hoyer finally retired. We're in the offseason now. Thank God. Want to get rid of that bum? No one would take him for a seventh rounder. For you, man. That bum. He's done so much for the Pats. Come on. Ah, he's a practice QB. That's it. Oh, Remember that stop game against it. the Chiefs? He's a joke. Oh, I hate on. Hoyer. <laughs> he sucks. He's Fuck Hoyer. Good, sucks. He's just a good oh, practice man. quarterback, right? Isn't that the only this reason? Is, have this is what happens to Patriots fans after they win year after year. No, they do you shit on what got them there and the all the hell oh, they get. Oh, shit. That, oh, that game against you the say that to Bill. All Belichick, he had to do was not fuck right? up, and he fucked up. Well, it's too bad. He's good until <laughs> he actually <laughs> has to play. I love that Josh is like holding us accountable for Brian Hoyer's career. <laughs> Brian Hoyer, like he's the guy that fucking who's the difference maker. He was like defending Christian Ponder. <laughs> do you remember Matt Castle? Yeah, come on now. Yeah, pro yeah, all Matt the backups. That was awesome. That's what you want from a backup. Respect your backups. They get you the practice every week that you need. We should have made the playoffs that year. That was not on him. I gave him credit. Hoyer, fuck him. Do <laughs> right. right you want to make, uh, make another link for uh, sure. closing? Yo, 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 motherfucker! It's the one true host. Thank you for listening. I know this podcast completely sucks ass, but we're still out here doing this shit. Even if no one listens, it's still fun to do this shit every week. Don't care. Shout out G-Baby, Jake Roof, James Murph, all y'all motherfuckers. I love y'all. And I can't forget... Alex Fava. Okay, we're back after Steve's brief D- Steve Talks intermission, which I will done, Steve. We're going to wrap up here, you know, another 10, 15 minutes or so. Um, honestly, don't remember where we left off, but... We'll you all were saying that you're about to buy Madden. Oh. You, Josh said he might, and then you guys all agreed. I think that's where we left. <laughs> Gilly wants it so bad. He's like, league, league. League. <laughs> Wayne Oliver's looking at his screen. He was thinking about it. He's like, ah, <laughs> I do miss the Madden leagues, but they changed franchise so much over the years that it just wasn't the same. I'd give you guys 10 hours of it. My trial. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Solid 10 games. Remember, yeah. remember those league days when we'd be like yelling at each other? You didn't fucking play your game yet. You're going to get simmed, asshole. Yeah. Dude. Or, Autos. recently last year what was that last year or the year before what was so what? happened back then ah, there was there I was one I feel like i haven't one. played in a league like i don't know maybe since covid yeah we haven't had a at least a good league in a in a while yeah we had an mlb league during covid year we did that's yeah right. <laughs> ted bell <laughs> ted bell yeah. that's right who would have thought MLB online sucks. It's so bad. The co- have you guys I, done the co-op yet, though? 
No, I didn't no. play co-op's like pretty MLB fun, at all this year. The, the co-op did seem cool. It's kind of weird, but once you get used to it, it's like, oh, oh shit, this is kind of, kind of sweet. I'm doing a Yahoo draft right now. You know what? A new format that I use this year uh, for one of my leagues, Sleeper. I Very want, cool Let's talk app. about that. How Sick. is Sleeper? It, I love the, uh, you know, I see a lot of it on like TikTok and Twitter and shit. People do all their drafts through Sleeper. Yeah, they have a what's big your TikTok review? Presence, it's too. it's a new uh it's like a new fantasy app. It's sick. I'm not gonna lie. There's a like a league chat that just like ongoing, so you just talk shit, whatever, and then roster moves like pop up on there as well. So it's like, it's pretty cool. I I, I enjoy it a lot. You can react to messages, so it's kind of like a gr- huge group chat, but it's like fantasy relevant shit, obviously. Um, no, I'm still getting used to it in terms of the format. It kind of feels like Yahoo a little bit in terms of the style of like the uh the scoring and whatnot. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. We did the draft on it and everything too. It was pretty, pretty easy and straightforward. I'm in. Seems cool. I'm looking at it right now. It, I mean, different, but yeah. And then that's there's what like, we need though. Need, podcasts need... too. And you can see like trends through the app too of like, Ooh, let me go. And I've done that, but like news podcasts, scores, et cetera. So it seems like I'm totally under underselling what it's capable of. But for now I'm like, Oh, hell yeah. Hmm. Do we want to do a sleeper league with some small state big takes? Uh, people, people, no money involved, just for fun. Small state, big league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we get like eight people total, I'll be like, oh, okay, it's actually a small league too, but I'd <laughs> <laughs> be totally down. Okay, let's um. Let's see where do we go? Red Sox not worth talking about. The Yankees are kind of collapsing, which is cool. Um, hmm. Tristan Cassis is up. Hello? Tristan Cassis is up. That's something to look forward to. True. Frank Cordero was hurt. Sad. Tupac is alive. <laughs> we all know. Oh, you know what <laughs> I watched uh, the other day? Actually, sports related. What? I watched the Manti Teo doc. What'd you think? Thought it was pretty good. Very interesting stuff. A lot like you. I mean, I knew it was. I I vaguely knew stuff about it, but there's a lot. There's a lot in there. I gotta watch that shit, man. I've been dying to. Brings you back too to like when that when that shit all broke, how crazy and how fast it blew up. I don't know if you guys remember. I I like vaguely remember, but um it kind of brought you back to oh my god i forgot how fucking big this guy was and how big notre dame was and and all that shit bd just torched him too and i i haven't seen the doc I'm, i've been pushing it off i feel like it's a little early for the documentary in my opinion of like i feel like it's still kind of fresh in my mind but i don't know it kind of is but at the same time it's almost been like 10 years or thereabouts i'm just flying man I'll tell you you- so it's still fresh and fresh enough in your mind. We're like, oh, I kind of want to know more about it. But at the same time, it's not like they waited too long to where you kind of forgot that it even happened. Yeah, yeah, no, that is true. And plus, it's it's just a sad story too. Realistically, it is right? sad from from all perspectives. Not Very just sad. not just his perspective, obviously, which gets most of the sympathy and deservedly so. But even from the person who catfished him struggling with their own mental illnesses at the time um 
Yeah, it was good. Definitely recommend. I want to watch more of those. I want to watch a Tim Donahue one too. I watched that last night, dude. Good. A plus. A fucking plus. I've heard great things about it. I want to watch it. Got to watch it. It's only an hour and hour and like hour and some change. I saw right. Yeah, it's very it's it's short and it's uh just very to the point. And it actually confirms a lot of conspiracy. Steve's fucking <laughs> shit's, <thought>. shit's rigged. <laughs> for real though like and, and yeah. you can watch, dude the way it's presented too it's like dude yeah like obviously shit's rigged like no shit like obviously like after watching it like you guys you need to watch it too but um after watching it my takeaway which was what i thought my bias was early on it was that donahue was a fall guy for the all all of the other refs that could have potentially done it like even even small shit i'm sure like small shit happens but he was the one that took all the heat and stern let it happen and david stern saved the nba by sacrificing tim donahue that's basically what i got out of that because if if he didn't have a fall guy like that it'd be fucking It'd be the WWF, you know? It'd just be like, you know, they chose <laughs> – like they, they choose certain superstars to not call fouls on and others they do call fouls on. It, they, they, and the, the documentary kind of shows that, and it's kind of cool to see that. They had one part about Allen Iverson where he was kind of palming the ball sometimes, and Stern made a phone call. It was like, hey, he's been kind of palming the ball. And uh, the him and Scott Foster, Donahue and Scott Foster both like knew they could make that call on him and then piss off, piss him off, of course. So that night they they put bets in against the Nuggets because AI was in the Nuggets. It's like, oh yep. shit, you know, and then obviously, you know, he made some serious dough. I love that shit. He's such a, he, Donahue was such a fucking, he, he must have made so much money. Oh, yeah. I, I'd want to watch that. I want to watch. I kind of want to start watching all those untolds. They seem very cool. What's the other one? Is it and one? There's a mouse at the palace one. There's an and one one. Yep. I think there's a couple more that I'm not, I don't remember, but it seems like a cool little, uh, you know, docuseries thing to get into. I watched the mouse at the palace one. Now, it was, it was good, but you kind of just basically know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's not much more underlying shit on that one. That was like the just kind of rehashes it, right? Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah, we're all we all watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of slow motion breakdowns. What's going to be like the next one? Do you guys think in terms of like shit that's gone down? Do you think actually imagine uh, this is uh this we is the far far Deflate Gate? That would be cool. Yep. Even the Spy Gate one honestly would probably yep. be very interesting. Uh, but both even of them the be. Tom Brady shit in terms of the tampering and whatnot, I think yeah. that would be fascinating. I don't know if that's interesting enough to the for Miami the average shit viewer. that just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. even I, the Raiders yeah, stuff Brian too. Flores. Oh yeah, even the Raiders stuff. All of it would be really cool. I highly yeah. doubt Brady will ever give. Like it would be, no. I I would really want to see that, but I would want to see all perspectives of it, and I'd be shocked if Brady was like, "Yeah, I'll talk about how I fucking." was planning to leave the Patriots three years before I actually did or, or whatever it was, you know? No, you're and right. What is cool, actually, we haven't talked about that since it happened, but remember when Brady was like, you're sticking with that motherfucker? Like, we finally know that's that's Derek Carr. Derek Carr is that motherfucker. <laughs> and Brady almost went to the 49ers too, right? Came kind 49ers? Of- I don't know. Wasn't that kind of just fan spiracy? I, I thought I saw something about him. He, he almost signed there too. 
Martha, like the Forty Niners and Chargers at one point. The fucking Dolphins one is the craziest part to me. How he was literally conspiring to go to the Miami Dolphins in the division. Thank God that, that didn't happen. Wild. We would have been beside ourselves. Oh I know we, were, we took it hard as as it was, but that would have been like you son of a gun. <laughs> I'm sick enough as it is. Like just the way he and how it all went down. And yeah, I'm butthurt about it. I I still will be, especially because I think I've been very clear. I'm very Tom Brady'd out of all his um, marketing and and whatnot these days, but. Man, if he went to the Dolphins, it would make it so much worse. Yeah, that would have that would have blown some minds, man. It is know. crazy. What do you think is going on with him? Like, what's I? I don't know. I feel like everyone who I know that's not a Patriots fan that just knows I am is like, what's the deal with Tom Brady? Like, what's his what's his issue right now? You got all the the face work that you yeah. can't even deny. Like that that's been done. I used to deny that to people. Be like, ah, no, come on, he's always been good looking. Now that's like, oof. Don't know what's happening there. He was when MIA. Supposedly there's some family stuff going on where he might not be. I don't know. They probably don't want him to play realistically. He, should he retire? This yeah. has got to be his last year. I don't know. He has got to be. I feel like he's having a really, really like at first with, with the Patriots when it was coming near like towards an end, obviously uh, it didn't happen, but he, I, f- I feel like he was great, like aging gracefully. Now I feel like he's like seen father time and he's like, fuck you. Like I am not aging. Like he's at that Don't river style. Yeah. Like, no matter what it takes. Like, I don't know if Hollywood got to him or what, but he is like fully anti-age zone. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope they're all like in good health and everything, but because we know he, his, his mom, right. Had had some health issues back in the day. So I hope, it's nothing health related. I heard that I saw some people say, like, try to compare him to the way Chadwick Boseman looked. I'm like, I, I don't think he'd be playing football if his health wasn't that much of a jeopardy. It's like, let's let's cut the brakes there. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of speculation, though, is also, uh, I think, like, just Giselle, though. Like, so that's where yeah, it's kind of yeah. that's what I think people are curious. And again, God only knows what's happening. Right. And it's kind of none of our business, but. Right. Never good when TMZ is running with shit, though. And I feel like that's kind of been swept under the rug, like at least mass media wise. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm also just like, I mean, when I go to the gym or basketball in the morning and stuff, I always have WEI on. And I mean, half the time they're still talking about Tom Brady every day this time of year. It's like, can we get, can we just move on, please? It's three, it's been three years or whatever. Can we fucking move on? The answer is no. Yeah, I guess not. And Gilly, to your point, like people are still asking you, what's wrong with Tom? I don't know. He's a quarterback of the Buccaneers. Go ask a Buccaneers fan. I don't freaking know. <laughs> well, breaking news. He retires after the 2022 season, uh, according to Madden. Okay. That's good so, to know. Just so you know. Then again, so does Patrick Peterson, which that one kind of jars me. Can you imagine if Patrick Peterson retires next year? That'd be disturbing. That would I would weird. feel very old. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Shit, man. It's getting to that point, isn't it? What the fuck? Who is that? Who Who's that guy in like baseball or football right now? If he came out and retired, you'd be like, what the fuck? In baseball? I'm that old. Like that guy's already at the end of his career. Um, I had that uh, uh, somebody the other day. Probably Ver- Verlander, honestly. 
because yeah. Verlander was he's like, all in my mind. But still, like that's like an end of an era type retirement, right? Yeah. Yeah, but we were young. We were we, we saw his entire career. That's true. McCutcheon too, right? And especially they were drafted the same year, 05. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you, yeah, yeah. It might not. Fe- he might feel old, but McCutcheon's like, a good one. That Carlos Santana feel like. Ugh. I feel like Carlos Santana has never been below the age of 29, though. <laughs> you know, he's just been 29 to 35 for the last few years of our life. <laughs> yeah, I would say Drux and Profar is one for me. Especially, I think that's like my age cutoff. Of he was the closest to my age when he debuted. So it's like okay. once he and again he's like obviously kind of a fringe dude. He had a good year this year and is having a good year. But once he like retires or gets pushed out of the league, then I'll be like, damn, like that guy had potential. He was near my age. I am old. That's that'll be a scary one. Yeah. As as bizarre as that one is. <laughs> On a similar note, I thought about this when they signed these con- big contracts in baseball. Like we're gonna remember Mookie Betts on the Red Sox. Our kids are gonna grow up seeing Mookie Betts rule the Dodgers. Bryce Harper as a and Bryce Harper, yeah, and Aaron Judge wherever he goes. It's wild, wild to me to think about that. Like ten years from now, you know. Yeah, that is true. That makes me just like value how (laughs) David Ortiz stuck around the entire time, even more, right? So it's not like there's no maligned memories of like oh remember when ortiz tried to get one more year out as a ray and be like oh and you got these like bizarre jerseys out there in the ether (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true can you guys name the five no i'm sorry one two oh yeah five over 40 players that are active right now i think so in baseball yeah rich hill yeah rich hill Yes. Albert Pujols. Pujols. He's Verlander. probably he's probably actually fifty. <laughs> yep. Verlander. Verlander. Yep. Wainwright. Uh, Nelson Cruz. Yes and yes. There's one more. That's five, right? Oliver Perez. Uh no no you're done. That's it. Oliver oh, yeah. Perez is uh where is he? Did he get caught? He was pitching earlier this year, wasn't he? Oh uh, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing him active though for some reason. I don't know why. That's sad. Maybe he's probably not playing because I don't remember seeing him any times lately. Where, where is Oliver Perez? He's in the Mexican League, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Good for him for still going. Hell yeah. That guy's just addicted to the game at that point. Jesus he Christ. He made enough money, right? I know he was a, a loogie for a while, but damn. So we got Scherzer is 38, Yuli 38, Robinson Chirinos. Wait, Yuli Gurliel is 38? Yeah. Yachty is up there too, isn't he? Yachty is 40. I'm sorry. Oh, that's... Yachty counts. We forgot Yachty in. How is Yuli Gurliel? 38. Yuli's 38. Yeah, that's, all, that's crazy. Jed Lauer, <laughs> 38. Joe Smith, the pitcher, 38. Craig Stammen, still active, 38. Annabelle Sanchez, 38. Charlie Morton, Zach Grinke, Kurt Suzuki, Joey Votto, all 38. Joey Votto's 38. Good for him for sticking through. I, like he's a guy where I hope he's kind of like I kind of hope he stays as a red, even though they suck right now. Just tough it out with the ship. And because I don't want to see like a Joey Votto in a in a Padres jersey or some shit. Blue Jays, though. That'd be kind of fun. Oh shit, someone's calling me home. If he returns to Canada. The whole back to the homeland. Can you imagine that? 
That would be the only except. But yeah, no, I get you. I feel like he values that. He seems like a classic dude to like that wouldn't want to try to keep playing. Yeah, legacy. Well, he's he's been pretty outspoken about the fact he wants to stay there, right? I'm not imagining. I think that. so. Oh, well, and also he like never wanted out, and he said that he like signed that contract for a reason. Right. So now hopefully he sticks around. Who Man. is the oldest player in the last ten years to play a game? Did Julio Franco play in the last ten years? I think it's longer than that. Yeah. I do. Lo- do you see that clip of Julio Franco hitting BP in a cage recently? I. No. no. <laughs> he's like in dress shoes too, and he's. I don't know. He's making good contact. He's like How... not crushing the ball. I'm not gonna lie, but he's like I don't know, sixty. How old was Randy Dickie? Johnson? Ooh. Ooh, not a good bad guess, but no. Oh. Last ten years, think about it, and it's not that. Hard. Do you mean Moyer? Uh, no. Yeah. He retired 2019. Was that like a big retirement? Yeah. Kind of. Well, I guess it wasn't really. Should have been. Should have been. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe it was. Bob- maybe it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, you're making it seem pretty random. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be somebody like Bob Wickman. Be like, oh wow, he, he hung around that. No, no. This guy's <laughs> no. a big. You know, he was a superstar to the maximum. Absolute, the maximum. Maximum. Maximum superstar. I feel like it's somebody like that weirdly signed with like the Orioles or some shit. It's hitter or pitcher? Into his career. Hitter. I was thinking pitcher the whole time, so that helps me. Hitter. Can you what uh what division did he like do most of his damage in? Uh AL West. Oh, um Ichiro. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 45 years old. I just couldn't think of it. He was 45. Yeah. That's Tom Brady is 45. The oldest player in 2013 was a pitcher. If he, he's a relief pitcher, if you can tell me his name, I'll give you a buck off the rip. In 2013? 2013, he was 42 years old. He was the oldest player in the league. Red Sox won the World Series that year. In case you guys forgot. This guy played in a lot of teams. I feel like it's going to be someone random. Oh, wait. <laughs> Left-handed. Is it like a, a Roitus of Vizcaino? Uh, not a bad guess, but no. <laughs> uh. He shares a name with someone in this podcast. <laughs> or one name is similar. Might be a last name. See what I'm saying? The first, one of the first names of the person in this podcast is the last name of this guy. Darren Oliver. Correct! (laughs) What a pull. Big lefty. I always remembered him as a Met. I don't know about you guys. He's like a ranger in my eyes, I think. I think. (laughs) He's just a a free agent in my head. (laughs) He's a guy that's there. A generic gray hat and uh, MLB the show. And he'd get dropped. (laughs) Right. I think I'm gonna pick Adam Thielen right now. In this, dude, I'm having a pretty good draft right now. 
Nice. In this random ass draft them in. Fuck yeah. Um, I think we can uh go to go to closing statements. I just tweeted out our um our eliminator challenge link. So if you just click on that link, uh, you should be able to join up. Prize to be determined. All you have to do is pick one team to win every week. You just can't pick the same team to win. Uh, and it obviously won't let you if you go to try to do it. If there'll be like, nope, you already picked that team. Pick a different team. Pretty... These are fun because you can play. You play yourself so easily when you're like, all yeah. right, I'm gonna save the Chiefs or like the Bills or someone for later in the year, and then you make it to like two week two, and you're like, oh shit, I shouldn't have picked the the Browns, should I have? Like, <laughs> right. I like it. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Sweet, y'all. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm in one with my uncle that runs one every year, too. So fun stuff. You guys have any closing takes? Maybe a little NFL week one closing take? Anything crazy going to happen? Thursday night football, big take? Bills versus Rams? Ooh. I'm terrified of betting that game, by the way. I have nothing to do with it. A tie. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be so sick. <laughs> That is that is the worst outcome. I will say that. I <laughs> last year when I went, there was a it was Patriots played the Browns. Remember they killed the Browns? They literally took it off for like out of network, um, like streams or whatever for CBS. They like switched to a different game halfway through. I think it was the Browns. Um, and it was Steelers Lions, and a bunch of Steelers and Lions fans were there. Everyone left mad. We're like, no one was happy. It was a tie. It was just like the worst outcome for everyone. And it made me, I mean, it was just so funny for someone who didn't really give a shit. It's like, man, that was ugly. (laughs) (laughs) I want that. I want a tie. I want the most ties. Here's a big take. Yeah, we're going to have more ties than ever before this year. Let's go. I'm going to say big take. Russell Wilson, MVP. Didn't we just go over our MVPs last week? (laughs) Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. (laughs) MVP of week one. Yeah. Player of the week. Player they of the week, buy. Russell Wilson. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I believed it. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yesterday I was at Cardi's. Just I was looking for a new desk because my desk is kind of shitty. Yep. And this guy was trying to talk to me. I was trying to get away from him as fast as I could that was working there. And he's like, uh, he said something about like, nice day out there. I go, yeah. I'm like, man, I love this store. And I'm trying to walk away. He goes, the, the second floor is even better. He's saying that, that to me. And I, and I believed him in the moment. And I go, and then I turn around and I go, I, and then I, I realized what he said. And I said, yeah, but my favorite floor is the basement. And he, the guy fucking burst out laughing. And I just walked away. I was like, wow, that was, that was fucking lucky. I'm, I almost got got. Shout out Cardi's. You should have talked to him about a partnership. We could. Yeah, seriously. Do they have any pot? <laughs> Imagine <laughs> a small state make takes presented by Cardi's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why not, dude? That would have been a fucking great idea. Damn. <laughs> Next time around. <laughs> next time next time i love it all right y'all i'm done you motherfuckers all set yeah i think we're good we'll be back next week regularly scheduled programming happy labor day hope you guys enjoyed the day off i know i had a lazy rainy day so it was nice um yeah go boss america baby sounds, go sounds good go pats Two go falcons big take i actually think the falcons can win week one Whoa! At home Uh, against the Saints. I don't. I I do. I do. But you know what? I'm I'm with you, Oliver. I I will be. I'll ride with you. I will be betting them week one.
Spoiler. Falcons Nation wow. was tied. Not to yeah, win. But, just yeah. cover. Just to All cover, right. yeah. Was it five and a okay. half? Yeah, I'm hoping we can get six. We'll see. That's the goal. Right. I like that. Oh, you know what? We'll have to do like a, a pick. We can do some picks. Yeah. For uh, Sunday's games, at least. I feel like, especially like early weeks oh, yeah, we of should, the NFL we, season would be fun. Yeah, it would. We should each, we'll talk about that. We'll each try to get like one pick and get some type of graphic up for it, like the House Enterprise boys do. And we'll keep track of our yearly records. I like it. Something simple oh, yeah. that we can hold each other accountable for and it'll be fun. Sounds good. SSBT right. Nation, let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> let's ride. Let's ride. All right. See you, boys. Yo, yo. One true hopes returns. Thank y'all for getting to this point in the podcast where you get to hear your favorite part when your boy pops off. God bless your soul. Actually, this fucking podcast is far in. You're a real one. Shout out to Pokemon Red and Blue. Oliver acts like he's the true Pokemon trainer of this podcast. Hell no, it's me. Matter of fact, just pre-ordered Pokemon Scarlet. Amazon. Coming out November 20th. Hello. Hey, hey, I give a big old shout out to my boy, Jake Rubier. Hey, hey, came through this week. Hey, hey, Did his little, uh, little draft for us. Thank you, Jake Rubier. You're the man. G-Baby, always to my boy G-Baby, I don't know how you have the patience to this fucking podcast, and that goes for you too, Alex Fava, actually I forgot about my boy, Lance Pants, Ledger, Young Lancey, what's good? Please, somebody, say what's good to James Murphy, that's not James Murphy doing some plumbing work today, shout out to Young James Murphy, hello. Shout out to all y'all motherfuckers that come through once again. We're hanging tough, man. We went a whole week without making an episode. Here we are again. Just for you guys. Just for the true psychopaths. This fucking beat is a jam. This is the Pokemon Blue and Red Track Remix. Say what? So good. All right, fuck me, Puff. Peace. Shout out to you, baby.